Well, hello there. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to Path to Abundant Living. I am your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff, and as always, we've got Scott and Matt, and that's Scott Morrison and Matt Norman of Morrison Norman and Associates joining us here in just a moment for another wealth management-related discussion. You guys know that. That's what we tackle here on the show, and today we got a really good topic for you guys. You know, we've talked about a lot of different wealth management strategies, wealth preservation, wealth matriculation. Well, today we're kind of looking a little inward here, and we're talking about this idea of the value that's tied to what's called a client advisory board. So business owners, right, they want to understand their clients so that they can serve them exceptionally well. well. You know that. We've talked about this on the show, that human element that's so important. And while surveys and market research and other tools can certainly be helpful and key parts of that effort to serve their clients well, there's also another smart marketing strategy that's worth looking into that oftentimes a lot of entrepreneurs overlook. So today we're going to be exploring what that strategy is and just how that works, how to enlist your current clients in your future success by inviting them to join that client advisory board. So let's go ahead and bring Matt and Scott on. Let's unpack what this thing is. Matt, Scott, good to see you guys this morning. How are we doing? Hey, Ryan. Ryan. Good to see you. Professor, good to see you as well. <laughs> Yeah, guys, it's always good to be with you on on these shows. Uh, and and we've got a unique topic here today because we're talking about a marketing strategy per se, not not necessarily a wealth management strategy, but they do go hand in hand. So, Scott, let me throw this first question over to you today. I think that many business owners are familiar with the concept of an advisory board overall, but would you know you want to make them aware of a twist on that traditional approach? Let's talk about this twist to that traditional approach. Yeah, that's right. The, the top business owners that we know and work with are highly motivated to strengthen their businesses at all times. They're always looking to improve upon their success and you know grow their personal wealth. So they're always open and fresh to, to new ways of, of doing things. So as you mentioned, the, the traditional advisory board's always been made up of you know, colleagues and professionals within the same uh, business realm. And so when, you're, when you talk about a twist, what you're looking for is, is there a way to you know, tap into the expertise of say maybe your best clients and uh, know that they came to you with their personal wealth because they had some success. And so maybe if you can find a handpicked group of some of those best clients, uh, you can form something called a client advisory board. Sure. So, so guys, let's get into the what here, Matt, what would that client focused board of advisors look like? And then how does it kind of operate in the first place? Sure. So the client advisory board, it's, it's a forum in which business owners invite, invite, you know, a select group of top clients to share their insights, ideas, and advice about your business. And it involves regularly scheduled either in person or virtual, you know, we live in the virtual world now. And you have these group meetings to discuss uh, the practice management issues that you the, the entrepreneur or business owner are facing. And you just looking to seek creative solutions together in that group. And so essentially, a client advisory board is a focus group, and it consists of these highly valuable clients of your business who are both willing and able to help you that business owner enhance the overall value and effectiveness of your firm and grow the company. Sure, sure. It makes sense to start to see the value here, guys, for sure. And 
but I got a point of clarification for our audience. Is it, Would you say, Scott, a, a client advisory board essentially is kind of the same as something like, I don't know, like a client appreciation event or taking clients out to dinner? Does it operate kind of in the same way? No, it's quite different than that. It, it could actually stem from something like that, you know, where you've had some discussion in a, in a lunch to, to that degree. But uh, no, a, a client advisory board is actually very different from an appreciation event or a, a casual get together. Uh, it's, it's a board with a formal agenda and it's intended to give your clients a prominent role in your, in the future of your business. So it's designed to provide you as the owner with insights and strategies from this group of top clients, you know, you want them brainstorming in a collaborative, well, you know, work focused environment. And that encourages creative solutions. Whenever you get people that are talented people together, you can come out with some pretty good ideas. And so, yes, it's designed to go much deeper than, you know, what a discussion in a, you know, business issues over a dinner night, uh, you know, or a night out. Sure, sure. So, but guys, why clients? Let's get into that here. Uh, how does asking people that you currently serve help give you advice on running your business? Why, why clients? Well, so, you know, it's kind of easy to see why you would want other business owners. You know, you kind of get together and say, well, what are best practices? But, you know, perhaps less obvious is the including your clients in this. And, and there's, you know, several key reasons. And, you know, your clients view your success as that business owner and entrepreneur as an important part of their own overall success. And, you know, you might not realize it, but and it makes perfect sense. We all want to work with and associate with top people. And so your clients have a vested interest in helping you and your practice become tremendously successful. And so in fact, it's in their and Self, enlightened self-interest for them to do this. And so they want you to continue to provide them with excellent service and top level solutions. And so many of them, if given the opportunity, would be eager to provide, you know, their insights and resources that could help you grow your practice and become even more successful, which in turn will help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, you, you do want to align yourself with the top individuals. So yeah, I like the idea of, of them being eager to help you in that process. And obviously their, their feedback has value to it. It has weight to it. Uh, this is all good stuff, guys. But so let's talk about the results or the outcomes now of, of having that top tier client advisory board, given those benefits uh, of and reasonings why you would utilize clients, then Scott, what are the what are the benefits or strongly positive outcomes that really tend to kind of rear their head for business owners as a result of having a client advisory board in the first place? Well, there's a, a principle called the Pareto principle that suggests that the top 20% of your client base accounts for roughly 80% of your total revenue. So it makes sense that by giving these key clients formal opportunities to provide you with business related ideas, as well as feedback on your initiatives, you in turn are probably going to receive some high value insight from the people who are most responsible for your success. Uh, this kind of board is an excellent way to learn if you're truly executing the kind of client experience that you think you're delivering. Um, after all, I mean, it's an excellent resource for learning uh, from firsthand from clients who had a great vantage point and been able to see firsthand how you actually conduct your business and what's working and what isn't. 
Uh, they can help you identify and leverage new opportunities, of course. I mean, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for new ways to improve your business. And maybe uh, from their experience, they can tell you what they certainly appreciate, but what it is they feel is lacking. So they have uh, a formal system for kind of tapping into that to give you the ability to understand the key needs, the key needs of your target market and help you to identify you know, ways to expand your business through referrals and introductions and other you know, smart methods of growth. It's, it's far more cost effective, obviously, to, to talk to a group of professionals like this than it is to go out and hire an expensive market research professional. So, you know, you can find that just by going to your best clients, you can get some of that direct insight and direct uh, knowledge from that client base uh, that is essentially, uh, you know, free and good information. And then lastly, I would say that it's a great way to create client loyalty. Because when you're asking your top clients for their ideas and their feedback, they immediately feel respected and feel like you value their opinion and that you're, you know, you find great importance in, in what they have to say. And so they feel tied, they feel tied to you and they feel rooted more into that relationship that they have with you. So uh, by incorporating their ideas and strategies into the initiatives, when they see those things actually come to fruition in some of the business plans that you, you come out with, uh, then they feel like, Hey, you know, this is the kind of experience that they truly wanted. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you mentioned that idea of, of generating further loyalty. Cause this really is a, a, an element, this idea of the client advisory board that benefits both sides, the client and the business owner or the entrepreneur. Um, but Matt, you had mentioned earlier that the board should consist of top clients, right? So for those entrepreneurs out there that are curious about developing their own client advisory board, how would somebody go about best identifying which clients are their top clients or maybe which clients they should consider adding to the advisory board? Because I'm sure there are clients that you want to have on there and then maybe that some that you might not want to. So how would you go about developing that list or, or the board itself? Uh, that's an that's an excellent question because you know it can be tricky especially if you have you know a lot of really great clients and so start with developing a, a list of your ideal clients that you currently work with and kind of look at the top 20 percent like scott was talking about earlier that 80 20 in, in terms of revenue that they generate for the firm or their overall profitability and you know, another thing to consider is maybe selecting clients who maybe aren't in that top, you know, 20%, but who have access to someone who could really help your business. And so what you want to do then is look for, you know, about 12 to 15 who would be ideal candidates to join the board. And, and a board that consists of 15 members or less, it's going to be large enough to generate plenty of really good ideas but small enough to be manageable and kind of avoid too much of that quote unquote, you know, group think. Mm -hmm. And so another tip is, you know, bring members to the board with skills and perspectives that are different from your own, but complementary. And, you know, in particular, look for clients who maybe have specific skills and experiences that kind of relate to your main customer base because they're going to bring stuff again that you you know we'd all like to think that we know everything but in reality you know those that work well know hey i want to surround myself with people who are going to bring some of these other great ideas and so you want those board members that ideal board member is going to be those who are willing to collaborate with others in that group 
and you know who quote unquote play well with others mm-hmm. no scott this is great points appreciate it um guys this is work for the client you had mentioned these are, are kind of formal meetings you know it's a process there's actually steps that have to happen it's not just kind of a a bullet point on a company resume if you will so how do how does somebody ask their client to join you know is there a way that they can kind of set the stage for the buy in you know how would that process best work in your eyes well the the best approach that we found is is typically to just call each candidate and then tell them that you're trying to develop a focused research or a focused approach to your marketing and business development, and you'd like their help. Um, initially, you might take them to lunch and just get their, you know, in a, in a very casual setting, get their ideas and opinions about the plan that you're trying to put together. And in this casual setting, you can then determine if the client can provide those high value insights that you're looking for. So if you can ask them to identify and share with you maybe some of the most important aspects of working with you, uh, why they chose you, uh, uh, what do they value most about your relationship, uh, how should you position yourself to work with similar people, and, and first and foremost, make sure that it's not a time that you're trying to sell them any additional products or services. You're there to get their input, and that should be the focus. Then if the interview goes really well, then you have a uh, client advisory board that you can start to generate after a series of those kind of meetings and explain that the value of of having those kind of insights uh, as a group provides you with greater opportunities, obviously for your business, but it also might be a great place for uh, them to share with other professionals who've been successful uh, for their own businesses. So, you know, you're going to want to, you're going to want to obviously have it consist of a, of a few top clients uh, who will be asked to meet as a group two or three times a year. So you want to make sure that they understand that it's a formal enough group that there, it's going to be some regular, you know, times that they're going to meet each year and they're going to want to be able to commit to that. Love that. Love that, guys. And, and so as we're bringing our conversation to a head, you know, we've outlined how you go about the, you know, identifying which clients you should pick for this advisory board, how you would even talk to them and ask them in the first place, uh, how the advisory board even works as a whole. We've covered a lot on this topic, but let me throw it over to you, Matt, kind of as we're bringing things to a head here. Any final advice, any final insights for any business owners out there checking out today's episode who might be intrigued by this idea of the client advisory board that and, and how they could maybe implement minute to add value to their their own business. Sure, Ryan. You know, uh, a lot of people think, well, it this is limited to certain types of businesses and and really it's not. It doesn't matter, you know, what type of business or industry that you're in. You can you can benefit from this, you know, because the whole idea is it's to accomplish a few goals and it's understand your clients evolving needs and give them an exceptional experience, build rock solid client loyalty and capture new opportunities for growth. And who wouldn't want all those things for their business. And so that well executed client advisory board, it can potentially generate all of these outcomes for you and your practice. And, you know, you're, you're, you're enabling you, it enables you to fully leverage the experiences, knowledge, connection, and insights of some of your most valuable assets, your top clients. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this is a slam dunk. I mean, honestly, I, I love I love this topic. It it and and one of the biggest takeaways as well for me personally is just that idea of of further securing that client loyalty that Scott had mentioned earlier. I mean, just really strengthening those relationships while also adding value to those relationships. Boy, is that a powerful thing at the end of the day. So guys, for anybody who's been tuning into today's episode, maybe they're you know interested in talking to you guys about this, this idea of the client advisory board, maybe how you guys are utilizing it over at Morrison Norman Associates, uh, and maybe they want to reach out and open up a dialogue with you and your team. What would be the best way somebody could get in touch with you guys today? They would... If they like technology, go to our website, morrisonnordman.com. And on there, you can schedule a call and we can kind of figure out next steps. Or if you are, as I like to say, traditional or you know old school and you like to talk to somebody, call 517-333-7967. Fantastic. Well, guys, look, hey, you've got a business to run. You guys are busy, guys. We'll let you get back to your day, but I appreciate you jumping on board and diving into this cool idea of the client advisory board. I'm sure uh, I'm sure we'll have some future conversations where this might creep back into play, uh, which will be great. So I appreciate you guys and your time today. Hey, great to see you again, Ryan. Have a great day. Yep. See you next time. All right. Thanks, guys. And hey, look, we want to take one final moment, as we always do, and thank you guys, and that's our audience, for jumping aboard and being with us here on the show today. If you took anything away from today's conversation, maybe this idea of the Client Advisory Board is really resonating with you, do us a favor. Go ahead and leave a comment on the show. Subscribe to it, of course, on whichever platform that you're checking us out on today. And then, of course, share this information with maybe family, friends, any other business owner that you think might benefit from this idea of the Client Advisory Board. You know, it's these types of discussions that we're bringing day in and day out on these shows. Uh, a lot of great topics queued up for some future episodes, and we would love to have you back with us on a future episode. So for Matt, for Scott, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you guys being with us here today on the installment of Path to Abundant Living. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Morrison, Norman & Associates, and Securities America are separate entities. All investing involves risk, including the possible risk of principal. 